it out loud once again, for the Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever, whom the Lord has redeemed from the hands of the enemy. Well, let's look to one another, say that's you and I, and you may be seated. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, this is our final night tonight in the Grace Conference 23. And I'm so grateful for the revelation that we have been getting from the Holy Spirit and insight. And uh, tonight I want you to uh, go with me to Isaiah 55 and look here at verse uh, praise God. Let's just start at verse 1. Isaiah 55 and verse 1. I want to talk a little bit about prayer as the righteous. Okay, okay. It says, Ho, everyone that thirsts. Come ye to the waters, and he that has no money, come ye by eat. Yes, come by wine and milk without money and without price. This is a picture of grace. Okay? It says, Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread? Is your labor for that which satisfies not? Hearken diligently unto me. Now that's 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 powerful. Hearken diligent unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight in itself where in fatness. Now, pay attention to what he said here. Notice what he said. Hearken diligently unto me. God is talking to the prophet Isaiah, and eat ye that which is what good. Amen. So we know everything that God made is what? Good, right? We saw that last night in Genesis, you know, and God said, and, and, and God saw it was good. And then in verse 31, it says, and God saw everything that he made, it was very good, right? This is where it's come from. So he said, and eat ye that which is good. Think about that for a moment. What are we eating? When we hear a report, what are we taking in? See, we should be taking in the word. Is that right? So think about, think about that for a moment. It says, notice this, it says, what? Hearken diligently unto me, eat ye that which is what? Good. So if you're going to eat that which is good, what are you going to eat? I'm eating what? He has given me. What he given me? His life. Uh, He's given me what? His way. Can y'all see it? I mean, he's given it to you. Are you understanding this? So that means if I'm, he said, you know, hearken Diligent. Notice what he said. Look at verse one. I mean, look at verse two again. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which satisfies not. I mean, we've all been there, right? Things that, and it did not bring satisfaction. But notice it. Hearken diligently 
unto me, eat ye that which is good. What is it? What is all? Uh, I mean, not Matthew eleven twenty eight through 31 says. Anybody knows where he talks about, hey, take up my yoke, for it is easy and my burden. It is light, right? Okay, let's watch this. Put this, we're going to come right back to this, and we're going to use Matthew eleven twenty eight. But I want it in the message. Matthew eleven twenty eight in the message. Watch this. Oh, this is going to be good tonight. I can tell you this already. Are you tired? <laughs> Not that kind of tired. <laughs> she had too much poke chop and now she's tired. <laughs> Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? That's what he's talking about. Come to me. It's Jesus speaking. Get away with me. See, religion will have you to do a lot of different things. You know why? Because I'm trying to get close to God. I'm trying to show God I love him. I'm trying to show God I want him. Right? That's a false humility. I mean, you're going through the, the rituals of something that Jesus has already made provision. You and I are partakers of that life. We partake of that life because we are born again. See? You're partaking of, you're a partaker of that life. So if you're a partaker of that life, then everything that's in that life, you are the beneficiary of it. Amen. You are the beneficiary of everything that Jesus has accomplished. When he was raised from the dead for our justification, we became the beneficiary of his life that he had given for us. When he was raised again, he was raised for our justification. Watch this. Just as whatever was in our life, like it never happened. And you got to renew your mind. Okay? Got to renew your mind. Because your mind will talk you out of what you don't have because they want you to pay attention what what is. They want you to pay attention what was. You have to be the one to shut your mind off and let it think in the light of the new creation of who you are and not where you've been. See, that's why he was raised from the dead. Why? So yet you and I can walk in this life Oh, you might not be ready for this. Guiltless. Shameless. Painless. Hmm? Condemnless. Right? Why? Because the life that I live, the lane that I'm in, I'm in the life that he has given or made unto me. Hmm? That's who you are right now. That's what you have right now. Okay? So he said, are you tired? Worn out? Burn out on religion? 
Come to me. Get away with me. In other words, get away from religion. Get away from things that people are trying to tell you, well, you just got to do this. You just got to do that. He said, get away from that. And notice it. And receive, and you will receive, or no, you will recover. Oh, wow. Say that with me. Get away with me. And you will recover your life. That's what Jesus is saying. Paige, he said, hey, come, get away. Paige said, I ain't got no problem telling him to get away. <laughs> but notice what the Lord said. He said, get away with me. Get away with me. Did you catch it? Get away with me. Not get away to me. Get away with me. Huh? Get away with me. Why? Because wherever you are, he is too. Get away with me. When you get away with him, that's when he's going to reveal to you what it is that he wants you to do or how he wants you to stand. He said, I will show you how to take a real rest. There it is right there. Are you ready for a real rest? That rest is in him. Why am I fighting something that Jesus already overcame for me? John 16, 33 says, in the world you will have trials and what? Tribulation. But what? Be of good cheer. I have what? Already what? Overcome them. Hmm? So if Jesus overcame, why am I still trying to overcome something that he's already done for me? Can y'all see that? He said, walk with me. And work with me. You know how sometimes people tell you, you know, come on, work with me now. Is that right? Notice what the Lord said. Walk with me. Work with me. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Watch how I do it. How you going to watch how he do it? When you see his word. When you sit with him in, in prayer. When you sit there, not talking, let him talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This my, is this my service. This is my service. It's my service. My service, I said. My eyes. Yeah, that's my service. <laughs> no, 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 brother. <laughs> So notice what he said. Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. How, how, how can you watch how you do it? Through his life that he displayed. Notice this. In the beginning. Was what? The word. And the word was what? With God, and the word was, was God. Who, and the word became what? Flesh. Is that right? 
And it did what dwelt among us. And, and we are born again of what? The word of God. That's why he won't say it. That's why he said, watch how I do it. Because you have the same life, the same substance of how I created heaven and earth. And I put everything in you what I created. So all I need you to do is to be a watchman over my goods. I got to slow down a little bit. That Morocco teak must be kicking in. No. <laughs> Can you see it though? That's the Holy Ghost. See what he said? Walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. <clears throat> and learn the unforced rhythms of grace. The unforced. See, we be trying to force something. You can't do it. You can't change your situation. You can't change your life. You can't change nothing. Deadly squat. You're just going to make everything worse and worse when you put your hands on it. Because without him, that's where agitation comes from. That's where, that's where unsatisfaction comes from. Why? He's not in it. You're not allowing him to show you. See what he said? Come and get away with me. You will recover your life. Look what he said. Get away with me and you will recover your life. Come on. Get away with me and you will recover your life. That's the Holy Ghost talking to us. Come on. He said, get away with me. And look what he said. You will. Everybody say, I will recover my life. And then they say, I'm going to show you what a real rest is. Come on now, walk with me. Work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Whoa. Man, I tell you what, that'd be, that's like a weight off my shoulder. You ever try to carry something? I know. He said, keep company with me. And you will learn to live freely and what? Lightly. If there was ever a scripture in the message that I really enjoyed, this is it. It ain't too many of them, but this is it. Amen? Okay, Casey, go back to. Yes, sir. This is in correlation of what I was sharing with you. Uh, I think it was verse 2. Yeah. And notice what it said, hearken diligently unto me. Eat ye that which is good. So you're eating what he done, his life. Uh, 
and let your soul delight itself in fatness. See, it's the soulish part of you that have to conceive the fatness of what grace have made provision for. And that's why you have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is there to, it, it, it is there to do what? It is there to regulate. It is there to give, to draw out. That means, yeah, to draw out from your spirit into your soul so that it can have that rest. It can have the same rest, the same peace that is in your spirit. Right? Notice verse 3. Incline your ears and come unto me. Hear, and your soul should be what? Shall what? Live, right? And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. What is he saying? Incline your ears. You see, uh, what's his name? The dog. Sa- Sa- Who? Yeah. He, his ears was inclined that high frequency was messing with his ear. That high frequency. My dog does the same thing when I, she hear a high frequency. Boy, don't let that, uh, like sometime I'll smoke alarm, one of them batteries. You ever had one that you got all these smoke alarms in your house and you don't know which one it is? And boy, every time Macy hear that thing, boy, it's just like she cut flip. She cuts flip, boy. I got to go find that thing just for her. I changed one, and we have like about six, seven of them things. And you end up having to change all of them before you get the right one. <laughs> But notice it, incline your ear and come unto me. See, to incline your ear means to do what? To incline means to perk your ears. It means be listening, almost like, you know, you know how you're being nosy in on somebody's conversation? (laughs) (laughs) What you call it? So you incline your ear, and he said, come to me. Hear, and your soul shall do what? It shall live. Why? Because I'm going to impart words of eternal life. Are you getting what I'm saying? James, look at this for a moment. James 1.21 for a moment. Casey. Is this helping y'all a little bit? It's just, James 121, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and do what? Receive with what? Meekness. What is that? See that? The engrafted word? See? Receive with meekness the engrafted word. That when it says to the engrafted word, that means it has a rooting system in itself to engraft that the engrafting from your spirit to your soul. The word has an enrooting system in itself coming out of your spirit, attaching itself to your soul, and giving it the same life that is true in your spirit 
it will also be true in your soul. Why? Because it has to flow, it has to flow through your soul so that your body can experience it, so that your situation can experience the glory of God. And this is where the fight is. The fight is not in your spirit. The fight is in your soul. Your soul is makes up what? Your mind, your will, and your emotion. And this is where the fight is. And this is why, you know, when we read in, in Matthew 11, when he talked about, are you tired of religion? Are you worn out? Why? Because religion will try, when we say religion, we're not just talking about a church. Religion is something that you've been doing your, your way. It's not just a religious thing in a religious setting, but religion is what? You already have your set way. How are you going to come out? How are you going to deal with this? And then when you don't have that way that you can go anymore, that's what caused a great blow up. Ask me how I know. Amen? No. So notice this. He said, wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. Because if you can get your soul, man, in light, in alignment, I'm telling you, it'll make everything in your life much better. Amen? Okay, can I go back, Casey, to Isaiah? It looked like we're going to spend the night right there. Next verse. Behold, I have given him a given him for a witness to the people, a leader, commander to the people. Keep going. Behold, thou shalt call a nation, and thou knowest not. And nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God. For the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified thee. Boy, it almost sounds like you're talking to us, huh? Seek ye the Lord. Here we go. This is where I want you to see. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. This dispensation of grace that we're, he's near. Okay? It's been some 2,000 years that this dispensation of grace is here. And he said, hey, incline your ear to me. Come, what is he saying here? Seek you the Lord that he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Why? Because he is. He's in you and I. Are you following what I'm saying? Next verse. Let the wicked. That doesn't just mean a wicked person. It means you just twist it in your thinking. The word wicked comes from the word, the, uh, the Greek, I mean the Hebrew word, what we could, uh, call wicked. It's where you get wicked furniture from. So this word wicked means twisted. I mean you're twisted in your thinking. Can you see it? So he said, let the twisted way, let the twisted way forsake his way. Or the twisted forsake his way. And the unrighteous man his thought. And let him return unto the Lord. And see, that's what we're doing. And he will give mercy, or he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Is that right? Keep going. Let's read that, let's read that together. Ready? Read. 
For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Stop. What is that telling to you? But you can if you allow the engrafted word to save your soul. That's the whole purpose of hearing the word is so that your soul can think in the light of what is already true in your born again spirit. Your soul is the ground of your heart. That word has to, it has to, it has to germinate with your soul. When you hear the word, you got to germinate. That's the reason why sometimes our tradition or our religion or our way of doing, it will talk us out of doing it a different way because I don't know that way. But as a believer, as the righteous of God, notice this. That's why we have the Holy Ghost leading us. And it's just like, okay, I do have my tradition. I do have my way. I want to do things. But then when the Holy Ghost called me up on the carpet and said, uh-uh. Now you have to make a decision because the Spirit of God just called you out on it. Can y'all see that? So when he said, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways, my ways, says the Lord. That's why you're born again. He said, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, right? For as the rain coming down and the snow from heaven, and return it not thither, but water the earth and make it its bring forth and bud. See what he's saying there? Look what he's giving you the indication of showing you about seed, time, and harvest. That he may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. So you say, what word is going forth out of God's mouth? Everything that we have that is in Christ has gone forth out of God's mouth. It shall not return void. If he said you righteous, you righteous. If he said that you are victorious, you are victorious. If he said you have overcome, you have overcome. If he said greater is me that's in you than he that's in the world, then guess what? He's greater. This is what this is saying. So shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. It's gone forth. It shall not return to me void. Uh, but it shall accomplish that which I please. I mean, you see, God has to have a body. You and I are that body. You and I are that sanctified body that's been set apart, separated from the world so that God can do what? The Holy Spirit can go to work on the inside of us, examining us, proofing us, testing us, so that we'll be able to do what? To go and face those fictitious ways, those ungodly areas, whatever, and we're able to stand for him in a manner with a godly uh, 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 outfit on, and notice it, and we're ready for the battle. Because you're not there in your own might, you're there in his might. You're not speaking from you, you're speaking from him, only what you hear of him. 
or from him, should I say. So he said, so shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper. It shall prosper. It shall prosper. It shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. What is the word sending you and I? Just because of what you don't see right now doesn't mean that it's not happening. You got to stay in faith. And to stay in faith is, that's your word, Lord. I'm here on assignment. I'm here in partnership with you. Are y'all getting this? All right. Okay. <clears throat> so we did get out of there. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> we'll close with this. Okay, so go to the book of Ephesians. Chapter 3, and let's look at verse 14. We're going to close it with prayer. <laughs> Hear the train? For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Huh? To bow your knees. It's not just physically bowing your knees. It's like bowing your will. Okay? Bowing your will to him. Okay? Watch this. Next verse. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. That's why we bow our will. We bow our heart. We bow out on our knees. It's just to show that we are humbling ourselves to him, we recognize, oh God, that without you, I don't even want to think. Amen? And look, the more you grow in this grace, the more emphatic you become. No, no, I'm, I'm going to wait on that. No, I'm going to wait on that. Okay, verse 16. That he will grant you according to the riches of his glory. What is he going to grant you and I? Uh, he's going to grant us according to what? The riches of his glory. Now notice this. None of this is about you. This is all about him. But you and I are the beneficiary of which he is providing his benefits through. Okay, so you and I are the recipients of the riches of his glory. People have to see what's in us and what's on us. They're here in our words and they'll see it in our expression. Okay. Notice what he said, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened. Another word would be to be empowered. Okay. To be empowered with might. That means with his might. With his power. By his spirit. In your inner man. Are you getting this? Notice this. He will, that he will grant you 
according to the riches. Grant me, I want to give something to you. I want to give something to you because it belonged to you now. Hmm? I mean, Bobby, you was in the military. Some of you may, some of others may be. But there's a grant that you could receive because you were part of the United States military, right? There are certain grants that, that, they, that they will give you because of your service. Well, this same word grant that God will grant us because we are born again. We are in the family of heaven. He wants to grant you according to his riches of his glory. He's not granting you according to your labor, hmm? your accomplishment. No, I'm granting you according to the riches of my glory. Hmm? To be strengthened or empowered with his might. It's the same might that he talked about how he created the heavens and the earth. I mean, you got authority. He said, with his might, by his spirit. Where? In your inner man. Your spirit already produced this. But he want to grant this to your inner man or your soulish man. Hmm? Keep going, Casey. <clears throat> that Christ or that the anointing of the anointed one may dwell in your hearts by faith. See, you have to be granted according to the riches of his glory that you may be strengthened in the you may be strengthened with his might in your inner man that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. Oh, you're not getting what I'm saying here. <clears throat> if he's going to bring, if he's going to dwell in your heart and my heart by faith, number one, you will have to be granted according to the riches of his glory. In other words, you're going to have to have his riches his glory manifesting on the inside of you. Go back to verse 16. <clears throat> to be strengthened. He, notice it. He wants to grant to you according to his, according to the riches of his glory. Whose glory? His. That you may be what? Strengthened with his what? Might. How? By his what? Spirit where? In the inner man. This has to happen before we go to the next verse. Uh, are you understanding this? Look at verse 17. That Christ or the anointing of the anointing one may dwell in your heart by faith. Why, 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 why by faith? Because he wants to strengthen your inner man with the riches of his glory. The riches of his glory is manifested power. Manifested his manifest, manifested way. How would God want to manifest it? 
to heal, to deliver. Can you see it? To prosper. Well, he can't do it as a spirit because you got to have a body. You and I are the body. He wants to grant you according to the riches of his glory to be manifested in you that your inner man may be strengthened by faith. <clears throat> hmm? <clears throat> that you and I being what? Rooted and grounded where? In love. His love. So when you, <clears throat> when you are standing, functioning as a kingdom man, a kingdom woman, you can never be taken advantage of. I didn't say you wouldn't have opportunities. People take advantage of you. But you won't, you won't allow their whatever attack you. Are oh, you understand what I'm saying? This love, notice what he said, that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that by faith, <clears throat> that by faith is your belief is in him of what he has done for you. That ye be rooted and grounded in love. Hmm? Think about that for a moment. It can't be talking about my spirit. My spirit is already full, have the fullness of what we discover Monday night. My spirit is already complete. So it can't be talking about my spirit. It's got to be speaking of my soul. Being rooted and grounded in love. That's what's got to be grounded in love. Is my soul. Hmm? Why? Look at the next verse. That you may be able to what? Comprehend. That means that you may be able to handle all kind of folks, right? You know, all Christians just not just really lovable. Right? You just got to move on. Is it right? <laughs> and you said, what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height? Watch this. And to know the love of Christ, which what? See, when you have that love, what does it do? It passes knowledge. That when he said, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that means it's because you have intimacy with him. It's like a man knows his wife. You are one with him. So that knows it. And to know the love of Christ, what it does, it passes not because that's what I have need of. Knowledge of him. Amen? Watch this. That you might be filled with all, what? The fullness of God. Next verse, Casey. Now unto him that is what? Able to do what? Exceedingly? I mean, just now, why is he able to do that? Because it all started at verse 16. 
Now, it, it goes back a little bit further than that, but we're talking about this prayer. It all started with verse 16 that it talks about that you and I, that he will grant us according to the riches of his glory, that we might be strengthened with his might by his spirit in our inner man by faith. He said, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think. That means everything that I grant to you, now because you have that, now I'm able to think above that. But in order for you to come with me, remember what we said? He said, come with me. Matthew eleven twenty eight. come with me. Come walk with me. And see, in order for you to come walk with him, you have to already have the mindset and already be fruitful of his goodness in your life right now. And God is saying, now I'm able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that. And you see, you are set to say, okay, God, let's go. Let's go. But notice the, notice the requirement. According to the power. Hmm? See, the Holy Spirit is there to do what? He's there to strengthen you with his might in your inner man by faith. You have to have the Holy Ghost to do what? To enlighten you so that you can stay steady, so that you can stay strong, so that you can be immovable. Hmm? According to the power that worketh where? In us. You got to allow that power to work in you. Why? All the time. I mean, you know, there are, there are third world countries that electricity, it works good sometime of the day and then that's part of the day that it goes out. What if we had electricity like that? We'd be complaining, right? We wouldn't like it, right? Well, notice what he said here. According to that power that worked in us, there are times we cut the power off because of how we think, through our emotion, what we're going through. So we cut the power off. But the good news is we can always cut it back on. Amen. Did y'all learn anything tonight? I'm not going to keep you long. This was made to be to the point, and that's it. When the Lord finished, I'm finished. Any questions?